What up? Welcome to Right in the Middle, where we talk about nothing, something, and everything. Today, I got one of my boys with me, Manny Garcia from back in the days, Lincoln West days. Manny, how you doing today, brother? Good, my brother. What's up, Ricardo? Everything's good, man. Bless. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You know, it's a, it's a weird times out here today. It's weird times. It's a little... Everything is being, like... Being in Philadelphia, where I'm at right now, and seeing the city, like, kind of shut down. It's not fully shut down, but, like, no traffic. It's kind of amazing, brother. It's kind of amazing. I, quarantining <laughs> these days is going wild. Lockdowns throughout cities. It's, it's, it's really getting full-blown, man. It's really it's, – we're really in the midst of this time, man. True, true that. You have anything you're drinking, Manny? I'm drinking a little Smirnoff right now just to keep a little – Actually – I just got done drinking a green mix, like drink of lemon. We have all types of green spinach, celeries, and it's uh, on the healthy side for the immune system. Oh yeah, I definitely had a smoothie this morning with um, chia seed, um, kale, bananas. Uh, kale. You know, just just to keep it going, <laughs> something a little healthy, I guess. <laughs> But so I met Manny, I would say, what, my 10th grade year in high school when I moved to Lincoln West. I knew Manny by like, he's a star baseball player. Okay. You go to Lincoln West, you're a star <laughs> baseball player, you're going to be known. <laughs> so, so let's start from there, Manny. There was, oh, those days with Manny is like dancing, Manny, baseball, Manny. Uh, were you, weren't you also in um, Miss Zach's acting class, like the drama club as well? I was in um, baseball for sure, dancing, and I was in like a like the the um, I think I was in like a like an arts group if I can if I can remember. Yeah, back in um uh, back in Miss Zach's class, a little arts group after school program. Yeah, so man, he was a man of many fits, many things. You know, never. And you was cool, man. I was, I remember seeing you in the hallway, man. I was like, dude, this dude, he got a he got an accent. Where where my guy from? He, he different. Where my guy from? <laughs> yeah, man. those was the days, bro. So uh, let's start from there, Manny. Baseball and after um like after high school, what happened after high school with you with baseball and everything? How did life take its course? So during during high school, you know, I was pretty good uh, baseball wise, and uh, I got actually got a couple of scholarships to a couple of D one schools, and um, I ended up taking um, uh, the route of going to a community college because they were offering me like the most money, like paid pay this, pay that. So I ended up going to um, Lakeland Community College, and I played baseball there for like a year. And um, from there, that was uh, my baseball. And then after I got done with college. I ended up playing a year of like independent baseball and I got um, professionally. So I got signed by a, a team out in Northeastern Ohio and nice. they were playing like over the course of six months um, the year. And that was pretty dope. I was getting MLB tryouts and um, going about that route. But then um, I ended up having to call it quits a little bit early due to like some injury prone um, things that happened with my arm. So that was basically the the that was kind of like the beginning to the end of me pursuing baseball as like a professional career, and I ended up like going to school and um working 
and getting towards like getting in the medical field because that was always one of my passions, like helping people out yeah. in the hospitals and stuff. So that entwined turned into me becoming a respiratory therapist today, man. Nice. So let's jump back to the baseball real quick. And what position did you play? Oh man, baseball. I played I was a pitcher and I was a first baseman dropping bombs and mm-hmm. pitching. It was so I remember fun, in high school watching y'all, bro. Y'all was the we was our school was the shit with baseball. You guys every year you guys went to the championship in stadium every year. So that was pretty dope to experience. Yeah, man. We had on that team, we had Carlos, we had Brian. Like, a couple guys that got signed to actual major league team, like with the Cleveland Indians. Mm. One guy got signed to go to um, um, NC, um, NC, NC State, uh, Buffalo. Like, a lot of good talent came out of our school, man. Because, you know, we had so much diversity yeah, coming in from, from different from different countries straight off the boat, straight off the island type of diversity coming into our sports program True. for baseball. So, man, I loved it. Loved it, it. it was awesome, so, Pitcher man. and, and – Oh, sorry to cut you off. Sorry, yeah. sorry to cut you off. <laughs> uh, oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, it was, man, I, I was just saying it was great. It was great. So what age did you move here to the U.S.? So my family went from – my mom and dad went from Dominican Republic to the Virgin Islands. And then from the Virgin Islands, they moved to St. Thomas, which is – I mean, St. Martin, which is a French and Dutch island, half French, half Dutch. Yeah. And then – as soon as they came to the United States, they came to Cleveland, and then the, I was born here. In- I would never think mm-hmm. you're you're just Cleveland. Your culture is so rich in you, bro. So I'd never think, oh, and he's born in Cleveland. You get what I'm saying? Like I would never thought. Yeah, no, nobody thinks that, man. People say you straight from the Dominican mm-hmm. Republic, and it's true, man. I feel like it because, like, when I was younger, I. I used to go down there every single, at least twice a year. I would stay down there with my family, like four, three, four months out of the year, every single year when I was younger. So it kind of felt like I was over there all the time. Yeah, man. You Your know? culture is real rich in you because I meet some Dominican people today and they don't know Spanish, bro, which I'm like, you're not real Dominican. How are you Dominican and you don't know Spanish, bro? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> But, right, right. That's that's the same thing. Like with with, with people born here that are Puerto Rican mm-hmm. as well. Like you're Puerto Rican, you're Sp- but you don't please, you speak Spanish. What's going yeah, on, man? You gotta- something's wrong there. <laughs> so it's always good when people have like connections to their roots. You know, what I mean, it has like it gives you a sense of moral and you know, just a sense of guidance. If you go, I'm saying because a lot of people don't have culture or roots and. They just all over the place, confused about themselves and stuff like that. So it's always good to have culture. Exactly. You got to be rich and know where you come from. That gives you a lot of understanding on, like, where you at, where, where you're from, where your family's from. It's always good to have that in your in your arsenal, man. True that, brother. So after college, what year did you graduate? I graduated um, college 2015. 2015 yeah. and you jumped right into your, the hospital same hospital and everything yeah yep as soon as i graduated i got i landed my first job at um the cleveland clinic so how are you liking it how has it been for you how long you've been there so it's 2015 oh five years Coming coming up right now man in august okay. and i think i started late late september early august 
yeah, August or September, I ended up starting working at the Cleveland Clinic. And from there, like, within, like, the first three and a half years of my respiratory career um, as a therapist, it was great, bro. The Cleveland Clinic, man, I got I got to work with doctors from literally all over the world. I had patients that were, like, po- like politicians. I'm talking about, like, at one point, I don't know if you remember, when we were in the finals and – um. And uh oh my goodness, the, he's Australian. The Australian dude, he ended up getting sick or dehydrated during the 2016 NBA Finals. He actually went to the Cleveland Clinic, man, and he was on one of my floors receiving like um, treatments. And that was oh, like, you're talking about Delhi, 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 Delhi. That's the man with the strap, bro. <laughs> Delhi always got the strap. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can shoot that boy. He ain't play mad defense. So, nice. so I want to get. Let me get your favorite, your best, funniest story, favorite memory from college in baseball. What's what is that? Oh man, best memory. I will say like, all right, those we went to down to South Carolina. No, that Myrtle Beach. I'm not sure if it's North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah. And we went down to this tournament down there. And uh, it was like a 16, 18-team college tournament. I'm like, man, this is raw. We got, like, brand-new stadiums, all this. And, and, and I, mind you, on, on my team over there, it was all white people. Like, we had maybe, like, two two black people on the mm-hmm. team and then me, the Dominican. I was the only Hispanic dude on the team. Wait, hold on. <laughs> You're the only Hispanic kid on a guy on a baseball team? Man, like, I was the only Hispanic dude on the team. Damn, bro. Dude, I bet that was a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, anytime that, that they will reference, like, what, what other teams were saying in Spanish, yeah. you know, they will come up to me and try to ask uh, me. So. Hell no. That, that was this one game. That was it, towards the end of the tournament. We already, like, were, were like, probably, like, three and three and three or three and two in the tournament. And we're already playing our, like, final two or three games. And then we got this team that came from New York or New Jersey, man. They were ranked, like, number one or number two. And they were straight Dominicans, bro. There was nothing <laughs> Hell like, no. yo, que lo que es, que lo que es, que lo que es, yo, dime a ver, mani, let's go. Man. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, these dudes are about whoop on us. So you had to translate <laughs> everything? Dude, I was translating the whole game. And then towards the end of the game. Yeah. I, they they ended up putting me into pitch, uh-huh. right? And I'm over there pitching and throwing. And then the dude was like, yo, that dude's Dominican. <laughs> and then I looked at him. I was like, yo, que lo que. And they're like, oh, <laughs> hell no. That dude's Dominican. He speaks Spanish. No. <laughs> so, they, so they probably, were they talking shit all day and they they didn't know you speak Spanish? Oh man, they were talking shit. They were taking um our signs. They were stealing our signs. They were telling they were telling the other teammates when the when the when the steal bases, all that in, in Spanish because they didn't they didn't know. So that's it was that was probably like one of my funniest like experiences playing playing in college ball. Yeah. So yeah. and all the teammates like just going out partying after the games. That shit was fun. You know, you probably yeah, just true. you find somebody that's twenty one on the team. And that person goes and buys hella alcohol. You throw a party at the at the hotel, invite the softball team over, and it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's, yep. <laughs> it's a wrap. Beer pong. You already know everything's going. Music. Very, you know, people smoking. Every all that. Very true. 
So have you been quarantining? Have you been self um, social distance distancing from people? Or you got to work, don't you? You're on ground zero, as you said earlier. Man, yeah, I'm on. I'm at. I'm on actual ground zero, bro. So I'm like working with patients that actually have the coronavirus like intact right now, um, COVID nineteen. So it's it's been a little bit busy. I'm not gonna lie. It's been picking up. I like have endless amounts of overtime at the hospital right now. And it's a pretty, pretty hectic situation at the hospital, to say the least. You know. What so, I'm how, what, what would be your best? Well, okay. Do you think, as they've been saying, everyone is gonna get it? It's just a, a flu strain that everyone catches and go through the system. Like, how serious, for from your standpoint, is it? On a level to their to the level that they're taking it. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit blown out of proportion. And hear me out while I'm yeah. saying this. Because I've worked during the, the swine flu, which is a H1N1. Uh-huh. And I worked during the Ebola crisis. And I actually worked during this crisis as well. And I've seen a lot more damage done from the swine flu and the H1N1 than what I ever would even see or have seen yet from this coronavirus. So I think that you're pretty much you're pretty much in good health. Um, as long as you're not over the age of like 60, 65 with like pulmonary, like diseases, like emphysema, COPD, um, pulmonary fibrosis type of type of situations where you're already um, hindered or you have some sort, some sort of underlying like heart disease yeah. or liver failure, or, you know, you have, you, you're, per, you're relatively unhealthy or you're in a, in, in a, um, you're in a disease state yeah. already, then yes, you're going, if you get this virus, which is like a mild flu, that's how I would describe it is like a mild flu. There's more people that die in our ICUs right now from the regular flu than what I've seen in the COVID-19 epidemic. Like I haven't seen our pandemic. I haven't seen yet one patient die from this um illness yeah so and, and i work at the and cleveland clinic is like the number one hospital in the world or number two in the whole entire world we're number two but in the in the um i think in the u.s we might be number two because mayo clinic in uh, massachusetts i think it is is um number one in the world but we're number two in the world and like we developed like the fastest vaccine like we're the hospital that created a vaccine that you can get tested within a day and get results and like we have a lot of researchers that are working with that virus. Yeah, right that's now. one thing that's so. always been about Cleveland. Always had good hospitals, even University and Rainbow is well regarded good hospitals. So that's a good thing. Cleveland, we out here. You feel me? <laughs> we out here repping the. We ain't, ain't a lot of things coming out of Cleveland, but bro, I'll tell you what, our healthcare is on it's on the world map and the world stage. They know about it. Cleveland. Do that. So, all right. My real question is, bro, is like a young, I smoke marijuana. I'm a ritual smoker. Okay. How would this affect me as a young smoker? Like I'm 26. How would this virus affect someone like me at my age? If you're smoking marijuana, um, I would say as long as you're not smoking um, tobacco made products, whether that be like backwoods or like cells. You're pretty much good to smoke because it doesn't have any implications. Now, if you do smoke mar- uh, if you do smoke marijuana with like uh, 
with like uh, tobacco or like um, leaves of any kind, um, you're more hindered to like getting sick regardless if that makes sense. You're like, you're putting yourself at higher risk because it is clinically proven that um, tobacco does cause like um, harm or implications in the lungs. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I would say. But if you're smoking like on a regular and you're hitting the bowl, you're hitting the ball and you're smoking papers, yeah. like papers here and there, you might, your papers guy, you see, you're, 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 you're ahead of the curve. You're ahead of the curve. You're, cur- you're curving that. You're curving it out. You're, you're, you're fine. You're looking okay. good. You're looking good. Okay. So any other like advice for the people, the young audience out here for, to handle this COVID-19 regarding work or freaking out or anything like uh, my anxiety was out the roof bro like i was so happy when the school was like my sister's school's closed i went shopping that weekend like this house is pretty stacked bro i'm good for a month <laughs> good 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 you know I, I wouldn't go overboard on the paper on the toilet paper, oh, no, you no, know, no, like, no. That's... <laughs> but 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 definitely have like you said have your have your three weeks um have your have your have your month supply of food, of course, water. You want to have that things that are like grains and stuff like that. You you really just want to um if you want to avoid coming into contact like quarantining, you want to have enough that you don't have to actually go out there and make like so many physical transactions with other people. And if you're young, like I said, just make sure the biggest thing that you can do is look at your health. Like if you're in in a situation where you're eating unhealthy where you're overweight, where you're, um, where you, any implications that are like subsiding yeah. for your health, I will, this is a good time right now to analyze that, analyze your diet, analyze what you have, uh, what, you, what, you, what you're taking as daily, daily regimens of your diet, because that will play a large effect on like how your immune system is, how powerful like you can, you can get, how good. And then if you do get sick, I would recommend personally just make sure you have your Tylenols on the on on, on hand, you know, um, just just to bring down the fevers. Um, drink plenty of water because water is always a a good way to flush out. And then last thing I would say is like um, fasting, bro. Fast at least sixteen hours if you can, eighteen hours. That's a great way to um, regenerate a lot of white blood cells in your body because it actually like helps your body fend off and fight off a lot of um, non-essential cells like bacteria and viruses within the body. So do you fast? I do fast, man. I doing, love fasting. It, I just got are done. Are you doing like doing, an intermittent fasting? Yes. Um, I actually did an intermittent fasting um, about a day ago. I did an 18-hour fast. Oh, nice. How often do you, do you do it? Like continuously do it or like when do you how when do you do it when i fast i do like um intervals of three days every three days so um and then depending on how i'm feeling if i feel like really weak or like my that i'm about to get sick yeah. or something like that i'll go a whole entire 24 hours of fasting oh, bro like only thing i'll do is like drink water maybe and that's it interesting i got it then i got <clears throat> sorry then i gotta step my fasting game up because i'm only fasting for nine hours <laughs> Wait. Oh man, hit, hit it at least fourteen. 14. Hit it at least fourteen okay. hours, bro. You'll be you'll be. Uh, so, what's your pattern of fasting? Do you, what time do you get up and eat? Well, how do you do yours? How do you go about it? 
night shift hours, um, I'll start at 12 o'clock midnight and then I'll go until about six o'clock um, PM, um, 1800 hours. And I'll complete like my 18 hours of fasting and then I'll eat. And then if it's during the daytime, like say, for example, I wake up in the morning time, I take that whole entire until like probably midnight the next day um, and then eat like at like 12, 1230 at midnight. Mm, and so uh, I know you've, you've been constantly working out since college and high school all the way till now. So did when you start fasting, did you see a real difference in your like? feeling energy wise and stuff or is it like a placebo effect where you just think you feel good but it's not really feeling good no i actually you actually feel more like during the fast you might feel a little bit drained of energy but once you come out of the fast bro that you feel like superman you got you got restored energy and and the beauty of it is is that i'm not cutting out i'm not eating less or doing anything different than what I would be if I wasn't fasting. I'm just eating at a concentrated time frame and oh, period. Okay, okay. So, so this tea I see you on the Instagram with today, what tea was that? The, what does that help with? I see an immune system on there and stuff. That little Hulk tea, the green tea. <laughs> oh, man. If y'all don't know about it, y'all got to get hit to it, man. It's called the Moringa Leaf, oh. man. The moringa leaf. So what they do is they grab a leaf. I know like certain countries, it's in Asia, in the Middle East, they grow it. It's, it's a plant that now can be grown. A lot of South America grows it as well. It's a it's a leaf. And what they do is they dry it out and make it into a powder. So basically, you're just drinking that powder of that leaf. And man, dude, that that leaf is like it's like a superpower. <laughs> it's 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 energy booster. It's anti-inflammatory. It helps build your immune system. It has 18 amino acids and covers all basic amino acid needs for the body. And it has over 90 plus vitamins and essential nutrients, bro. All in one little powder, bro. For the Yo, Moringa Leaf, if y'all listening, y'all need to sponsor Manny, okay? Because this man been pushing y'all products real hard. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no lie, bro. Like, loves I feel it. like that is on another gonna, level. Is it on man. Amazon? I, I highly recommend it. You can find the Moringa Leaf the, uh, Amazon. I think maybe eBay. It's kind of like hit and miss where you can find it, but the powder form of it is beautiful. And if you can't do the powder form of it, you can get the um pills of it. Moringa oh, okay, I probably try to pills them because I like my tea hot. I'm a hot tea person. On like cold tea, or can I hot the water and put it in there <laughs> and sugar and still stir it or honey? You can do hot, hot, however you, however you oh. want to do it. Hot, cold. You can mix it into your juices. You can mix it into. I usually mix it into my smoothies oh, okay. as well, like then protein I'll, shakes. Oh, okay, got you, got you, brother. So it's okay. Then I have to go try that merengue leaf, people. If y'all didn't try y'all merengue leaf, go try it now. And if y'all not following Manny, make sure y'all go fa- follow him on Manny.sauce on IG. So, Manny. Manny.sauce. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, that Manny, in this crisis now, I just recently start buying stocks. So, and I've just been buying shit that I see going down that I know when this is over, 
it's going to be booming. I'm a beginner stock yes, stock buyer person. So how do I approach this? What's the best knowledge you can give us out here for the first time? And next time we'll go in more detail. Man, first off, blessings to you. And I'm so happy and glad that you're putting in the initiative to go ahead and buy you, stocks. Brother. And look into companies, man. Really, seriously, that's a awesome feat, man. And a lot, a lot of people sometimes fear gets overwhelmed. But hey, when people are risky, you gotta be greedy. And when people are greedy, you gotta be fired. Ooh, you repeat that saying? again so for me, man. Like Let a, me get that clear. Repeat that again for me. That was fire. When people are when people are fearful, you gotta be greedy. And when people are greedy, you gotta Feel be me? fearful. Boom, boom. I wish I had some grenades yes, right now sir. to drop the bombs. I'll give you bombs, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know the Caribbean horns. Right. I'll definitely give you some horns, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. So I've been let me let me just a really quick background. I've been investing since um 2017. And I've been investing in total. I invest in stocks and I do real estate, but we'll we'll keep on subject okay. of stocks right now. Over the past over the past three years since Donald Trump's election, the market has gone up almost one hundred percent. At this current moment in time right now, where we're at in the stock market, it has retraced all the way back to when Donald Trump got elected, brother. So right now is an opportun is an opportunistic zone for us to get in a positioning format, if you will. You're seeing things that you haven't seen in a while, which is companies that are losing. 30% of value, 50% of value, which are companies that are fundamentally right, meaning that they're still going to have business. You're looking at companies like yeah. like Amazon, Apple, Google. You're looking at, um, if you're looking at Nike stocks, sport, like any, any stocks that you can see that is going to be here is actually a pretty fair okay, deal so right now. Before now, you the, jump into it, man, my, my approach was all, summer is about to come up. And if this shit finished before summer, I got all the shit for summer. Car stocks, uh, cannabis stocks, um, GoPros, shit like that. That's Fitbits. I got all those stuff. Are those the right way I'm looking at it? Yeah, it's a, it's it's hey, this this is an approach of how how you see the how you can see the market okay. unfolding. So like I said, if, if you see that that stocks have already hit uh less example, um XYZ stock, their stock was worth yeah. ten dollars at, at, at in 2020, February of 2020. Right now it's at five dollars of, of March 2020. You can actually almost guarantee if they're a good company that they are going to come back up to their okay. original standpoint of that $10. So that's one way that I, I personally look at it and I see so what's going on. With, with that now, how much would you buy into that company at one? How many stocks would you buy into that company at once? At a, like how, many, how much money do you invest at a time? Or what's the good amount to invest at a time? That is a great question. Two ways to invest. All at one time, which is purely funds into a uh, into stocks, or it's called dollar cost averaging. Dollar cost averaging is when you're buying 
um, $50. Let's say, for example, you're buying $50 a week or $50 a month yeah. of a stock. So that is called dollar cost averaging because you're buying in, in segments of periodic time frames of a month, of two weeks, and you're keeping up with what's going up. So if the stock is going up, you're buying. If the stock is down, you're buying. So it'll give you a happy medium in between, okay. if you will, to where your where your price is. So the risk that you might be running, if if you were somebody that were to put all your money in, so let's say for example you had a thousand dollars and you put all the thousand dollars into one stock on today's what March March yeah. March nineteenth yeah, or March twentieth, you put all your money in March twentieth. You put all your money March twentieth in the stock. What if if tomorrow that stock goes down to uh uh. Uh, down 20 percent you might be down to 800 dollars, but at the same time it might go up yes um 20 percent and and you might be up a thousand two hundred dollars so it really just depends on where where you're standing at financially and where you where your um what's your short-term or long-term goals are so back to sorry that i had to cut you off i just was curious so all right what are the five things would you say sorry to look out for or to do right now in this this stock market in regarding investing. Okay, so the big takeaways that um that I have myself that um I'm looking at. So first off, you want to be at a standpoint where you where if you are investing in the market, you want to be at a standpoint where you're financially healthy. So that means like you've already cut back on like all all non essential spending. So so you're really looking at um, your budget and you're tracking what you've been doing the past yeah. 60 days, right? And then from that cut, you want to have already saved up uh, 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 emergency fee funds that can cover at least three to four months of your mandatory spending, meaning food, bills, water, yeah. bills. That's your mandatory. And then you want to have like, uh, um, you want to keep on working. And if you have any like high interest credit cards, you want to pay them off, okay? Because- it's 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 not a good point to to invest into the markets if you're paying like a 22%, 18% on uh interest on a credit card, okay? So, once you completed those things, I would look at at the market and start analyzing, okay? So, what can I put into the market? What what am I going to put in? Me personally, right? So, I already have all these things situated. Uh, I'm looking. I like things to, that are safe that I know are going to be around are are a lot of index funds okay and with that being said at least 20 percent of all my portfolio is invested into long-term index funds these are like s p 500 the nasdaq um the russell these are like index funds are um etfs are are um they track not only certain like individual stocks but they put all the stocks in one group and it lets you buy buy all the stocks so that's what i've been doing brother the etf funds that's what i've been doing instead of buying a single company brother because that's what this guy on youtube said so i was like hey if i can recover a bigger platform by just investing in this one stock instead of going to a single company then i'm good it's harder to lose that way right you're straight yeah, you're 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 well diversified. You have money that you know is gonna be around. You know that there's markets. Look, there, the markets gonna go down yeah. and up all the time. We're we'll have we're every 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 five to six years. 
there's a correction, a recession, or a depression. Every you're guaranteed that every every five to six years, bro. Since the market's been a maybe even longer, but this has been the longest bull run. So I actually think it's good that the market is correcting itself because it's been going high for no reason. And fundamentally, there's been a lot of money that's just been pouring into, if you will, it's like pouring just you're just they just been pouring in more water to the soup. Got you. If you know what I'm saying. So I got one. So, okay, so this is the stock question of the week. Um, so is it right time? Is it the time considering oil been just going up, as you just said, for no reason? It's just been skyrocketing. Is it right to go to oil or jump to clean energy? Because I feel like in a couple years mm. or so, because viewing long term, I feel like in Kobe, oil is just gonna plummet some way somehow. And, and that's and that's a good rationale. But to be honest, oil is a form yeah. of currency for the world because that's where a lot of country a lot of countries control um their their economic funds and and base their sales of what they're bringing in for GDP. So I wouldn't see see everything going going south for oil for to say because we still have we're highly we're highly affected on on our dependency on fossil fuels so so that that includes the oil sector but the oil did go down to one point bro to $29 so that's why to $29 a better so that's why you're seeing gas prices right now at like 1 150 some places I even heard that gas got down to like 140 Ooh, in some places. Damn, that's like early 2005, 2004 gas prices. You, you know, we got got we got Yeah, we, got we out we here, bro. We going to Lake bro. Erie. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> so it was damn. This good, man. So anything else for the people, Manny? Any other advice? Regarding Corona or Man, financial, hey, like I said, cut back on all that. Uh, have your three, three to four months of, of of mandatory spending saved up, man. And if you really can, this is where a lot of wealth is built up. I, 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 I have mentors that are that are that are very high in in, in, in aspect of net worth and um. And ownership of a lot of, uh, of of companies and publicly trading companies, and they're all doing the same thing. They're they're waiting a little bit on the sidelines, but they're investing little by little back into the markets because it's on a discount. Would you rather buy something at a at a hundred dollars or get it at seventy five dollars? So that's my advice. I would look at ETF funds. Um, I would look at um certain companies that have been around for a long time. Look at what their highs are, and go ahead and start chipping away and and, and positioning yourself because with, within two to three years, um, if, if that's how long it's gonna take, um, or even shorter than that, who knows? This might just be a V curve. It might just go down and go straight back up like a V. But um, you don't ever know how how fast the stimulus is gonna happen. Um, you'll be up. You'll be doubling and tripling your money. So I think right now. It's the best time, actually. If you weren't if you weren't invested into a market beforehand, I think right now is is a great time to go ahead and, and, and put aside money that you know that you won't touch for for six to eight to to, to a year at least, and and know that you're going to want to see your money improve and grow over the time. So that'll be that'll be my advice. Look up them right. them ETFs, man, and go ahead and throw your money in there. You're looking at you're looking at fit. 
at least a fifty a double a double percent returns mm. on that. Who don't like double their returns? <laughs> Who don't like that, it's flipping, bro? It. It's it's same Your thing. White as flipping. man flipping. You're flipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Corporate America flipping the white man. Yeah, we we go. We're moving. We're moving into it <laughs> now. We're it's time. Time is time is changing. So it's time for us colored people, as they say, black, brown, whatever they want to call us. It's time for us to take over. Yeah, the aboriginals. <laughs> Definitely the aboriginals. Yes, sir. The aboriginals. So you any health aspect, any <laughs> health advice for the people out there? For the moms, for oh, definitely. Um, stay, 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 stay active. Um, if you're at home, try to do home workouts. You know, don't get your, don't get your body a reason to go into shutdown mode. Um, drink, drink, drink essential essential water, essential vitamins. Make sure that you're you're getting out if you can. Go out for a jog. I know they closed down the gyms, but just be active and healthy. And especially if you're if you're um, younger and, and younger for us, we have a lot less to worry about. But still, be prone to not going out. Um, I would like going out to big gatherings, you know, because you just don't want to go ahead and spread things unnecessary um illnesses upon not only your peers but a lot of these older folks that don't have that that luxury of having that, the brother, young age. Great advice from my boy Manny Garcia. So Manny. Any shout outs for today? Hey, shout out to everybody that's 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 building their at this time that are building their um building their health, building their wealth at the same time, health as wealth. And shout out to my 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 Caribbean people, my people from the DR, my people from all over the the the, the West Indies, you know, got mad love from. Stay healthy, right, you know, and shout out to Cleveland, man, because that's that, that's where I stay. If you don't follow Manny, make sure you go follow Manny on Instagram, Manny.sauce. You feel me? This is right in the middle. Nothing, something, and everything. Thank you, brother.